Hello, this is The Heart of Titus with Dan James and Tony Nardella. Uh, my name is Dan James and this is Tony Nardella and we are excited to sit down with you and have a little discussion on some things happening in the world and you know what the Bible might say about that. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here with you. We're glad you're dialed into uh, our podcast and our video. Um, we're looking forward to really um, embracing some challenging the topics here and seeing how we can improve our lives with the help of the Bible, with the help of uh, the teachings of Jesus Christ. Um, and so uh, we, we, even if you're not a believer in Jesus, we want to encourage you uh, to, to just listen through a little bit because these are things, these are topics that are really important to a lot of us and I'm sure they are to you as well and we believe uh, that you're going to get some things that would be good takeaways for you. So uh, I've been in the ministry for 20 plus years, and Pastor Tony, how long have you been in ministry? You've been well, doing it been, for a little while? Yeah, 25, 30 years. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Plus, you also are a co-host of our Let's Go television show. Yes, the there's a shameless plug for our TV yep. show. You need to watch it. And um, we've been on the mission field now. You've been on the mission field since the early, what, oh no, late 19... 80s. Yeah, since <laughs> Noah was building the ark, I think. But no, uh, since uh, since nineteen ninety six. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been good, good trips. Yeah, you know God's been good. Um, yeah. It's absolutely changed my life. You know, we've uh, seen things overseas which uh, have given us a different perspective. Uh, we've seen God love on a lot of people, and so uh, that's why we're kind of excited today to talk about stopping hate. Yes. Uh, because uh, if yeah, that is the key for the change of the whole world, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, and you know what? I think it's interesting because uh, this whole idea of hate has been brought to the forefront recently by um, what happened last year with um, uh, the incident with George Floyd and all the the riots and the demonstrations and the different movements. But one of the things that it's um, we're almost what two years later, and one of the main things you still see. Um, is the message of stop hate, inspire change, and the NFL, um, which we as Americans, we, we love our National Football League. Um, you know, the National Football League has kind of taken this issue and really kind of um, made it a, a, a big deal with them um, through inspire change. They're, they've uh, looked at putting like, I think it's 24 to 25 million dollars over the next 10 years into yeah into promoting um equality and promoting the idea of stop hate but one of the things you noticed and we were watching uh games and stuff over the last few weeks and this last season but uh you saw a lot on the helmets stop hate yeah it really uh, hit me uh personally i was watching you know playoff games and uh i kept you know they kept zooming in on the back of helmets and, it's, and you know and some of the games i was watching stop hate was clearly uh, and prominently displayed and and I'm thinking you know good for them you know they're using their platform to get out a message which everybody agrees with now right. so you know I 
command the NFL. Yeah, this this has to that that word has to get out there. Right. Well, and and, and I think that's something that everyone can sit across the table. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted to bring everyone um, from different backgrounds and different groups, from different nationalities, races, and stuff, and say, hey, we need to stop hating one another. One another. I think that's a universal message that you can get across. Well, yeah, you know, it may mean more than that, but taking it at face value, stop hate is something that I think um, every right-thinking person is going to agree with those two words, especially followers of Jesus Christ. I mean, if anybody embodied love and taught against hate and showed us a way to not live hatefully, it's Jesus. Right. I think one of the major things is that we, we use these slogans, we use these idioms, but sometimes we, we want to just know, well, how do we do that? How do we actually stop hate? I mean, it, it's great to say, it's great to put on a banner or on the right. back of your helmet, but how do you actually practically do that? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that does beg the question, doesn't it? And I, I think, um, you know, I think uh, if we could bottle that uh, and uh, if we could find the solution and put it in a bottle, then we could sell billions of them. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, because everybody wants to figure out how to stop the hate in the world. Of course, you know, even prelim- or even more preliminary question is, how do you get a hater to stop hating? Mm. And how do you get a hater to even realize that right. he's a hater? Because I think most people, when they see those... Uh, things on the back of the helmet, including me and you. I mean, right. come on, just being honest. I mean, I look at those, and go, yeah, those haters ought to stop hating. But you know, I do. I ever really look at me and think that maybe I do hateful things sometimes too. Oh yeah. And you know, that is something that uh, is really where the rubber meets the road. It's you know, it's how. What is the agent of change here? Right. What is the change agent? Right. get people to love instead of hate. Right, and I, and I think that's where, for a lot of us, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I'm, and ourselves included, we've got to stop for a few moments and, and actually think about our actions and what we're doing um, before we start pointing finger at other folks. No, no, and well, we should never be pointing fingers at other folks. Yeah, right? well, no, exactly. But, 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 you know, I may not be able to change the world, but I can start with me. Right. And, you know, one thing I've just... I've got, I've got to realize is that it's going to take more than a bunch of people getting together, holding hands, singing, stop hate. Uh, it's going to take more than slogans. And, two, and I understand, you know, two words on the back of a helmet or in an end zone, um, at least it's a good start. You know? so there's no criticism there right. um, on my part. But um, I honestly, Dan, I think it's going to take more than politics. It's going to take more than education because you're taking you're talking about changing the human heart right well and i think all real things that happen that change people forever starts with individuals mm-hmm. you know um governments are usually on the back end they're usually catching up to what's actually happening and so you know we always say you know oh i can't i'm just one person but as one person you influence everyone around you Yes. And you also change how you act and how you are. And so it does. I think you're right. I think we need to start with us first. And then it's that influencing around. Well, you know, again, we ask the question, well, how do we actually do that? How, how, do, we, how do we actually, you know, focus, you know, I say, like I said, focus mm-hmm. on ourselves. It's not really focusing on ourselves, but... You know, we we start that change within us. How do we start that? Well, you know, that's where um, 
you know, I want to talk about Jesus, and I know, I don't mean to offend anybody out there, you may not be a believer in Jesus or a believer in God, but I think just about the whole world will agree that Jesus was at least a great moral teacher. And he not only emphasized love continually in his teachings, but he actually acted upon it. So I think he's a good, credible source to go to mm -hmm. in order to find out and to look at some of the things that he taught. So Dan, like we were talking earlier about uh, what it says in uh, uh, Matthew 5, right, um, where he told us to not just love our friends, because even, you know, even bad people do that, but to love your enemies. Right. Now, so... Someone does something to me, yeah, and I'm like really, really ticked off about it. So now Jesus is saying, you know what? You're just supposed to be uh, a weak, you know, mm -hmm. lovey-dovey and just love on them just because they do something bad to you. I mean, how, how do I how do I justify that in my brain so I don't end up with resentment, you know, three or four years later against a person that did something bad to me? I mean, it's easy to say, hey, love your enemies, but how do we even do that? Well, you know, that is an excellent question, and I don't know if the world is ready for the answer. Because <laughs> I believe it takes faith, um, and see, when, he, when Jesus says that, to love your enemies and to do good to those who despitefully use you, um, I think it implies that there's faith because taking that on the on the surface of it it it's like it's a call against justice because mm. justice would require payback right you know but but in the bible and most people know what the bible says this is vengeance is mine saith the lord i will repay in other words take your hands off of vengeance don't go there in fact you know if somebody strikes you on one cheek turn give them the other one too and you know this is completely nonsensical oh, yeah. in 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 the world's way of thinking right cuz in your mind you you feel like you've been wronged and there's got to, you've got to have justice and you've got to have and it, it uh and I do think, you know, and I'm asking the questions but I I have an opinion on that that yeah. I do think that you know Jesus is saying listen hand it to me trust me faith right. believe in me that I'm the one um because you know the average person you're just gonna bottle up you're just gonna have mm -hmm. uh and it's just gonna build up more resentment and then more hate even and you know i think with one of the things that jesus definitely is saying there is not only that you're supposed to love your neighbor mm -hmm. and love those who but to pray for those who persecute persecute you okay and what that's saying is that you're supposed to actually go to the Father and lift them up, the ones who are coming against you and attacking you, and lift them up so that but, the but Father... You see, Dan, we got a problem. we got a problem that I believe there's quite a few people listening to us and watching us who really don't have any confidence that there is a Father, right. or if there is a Father that, you know, he would actually give a rip about what we're doing. Um, but but I'm here to tell you, based upon what the, what has been revealed to us about his character... Um, he really loves people enough to carry out justice. You can't, you can't talk about love without bringing about justice, right? And the justice, but he's just slow in bringing it about because he's given everybody a chance. His mercy 
is bigger than his desire for justice. But one day, his mercy is going to run out because, you know, the haters are just going to... There are certain haters that won't change. There are certain mm. people that just won't give it up. But I believe that the Bible reveals, and what we see in the character of our God revealed in the Bible, is that he will pay back those who hurt us. And right. It says that over and over again in the Scripture. He's just waiting yeah well and and one of the beautiful things of the bible is the the whole story of grace mm -hmm. and grace is so much a part of the of the word of god and and sometimes <laughs> we want grace oh yeah but we have a hard time making sure that everyone else has it and we also need to remember that our enemies deserve grace just as much as we do and that time that we're not seeing god the justice mm -hmm. that time period is where God's allowing grace to so you, you bring up an excellent point though Dan that one of the practical ways that we can see more love in the world and stop hate is to identify with other people eat problems their problems even our enemies and to give them the benefit of the doubt I think of Jesus hanging on the cross mm. and it's it's recorded that he said Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Right. Damn, right. they knew exactly what they were doing. These yeah. were Roman soldiers that were very good at killing people. That's true. Um, maybe they didn't realize that he was the Son of God and that they were crucifying, you know, the, right. this, uh, the God of glory. But Jesus gave them the maximum benefit of the doubt. Right. And isn't that what you and I want to receive when we screw up? Don't we want somebody to give us the benefit of the doubt when something can be perceived as perhaps being done from an ill motive by us? I think that's part of how we love our neighbors as ourselves, which is something else that Jesus taught. Right. You know, he says, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. It's the second greatest commandment. So I love myself so much, Dan, that when I hurt you, oh, it was an accident. Oh, I have an excuse. Oh, I didn't have any other option, you know? But when you hurt me, I don't give you those excuses. Right, right. And that's not loving my neighbor as myself, is right. it? Right. That's not loving you it's, like You're not I having the me. same standard. Right. You are being unjust, actually, because mm -hmm. you're not having the same standard uh, for another person that you do for yourself. Yes, indeed. So I, what we see here is um, if we can just internalize a little bit more what those standards ought, ought to be, not just for others, but for ourselves. I don't know. I don't, don't mean to criticize anybody, but if you're honest and you really want to find a way to stop hate, you got to recognize that the capacity to hate is in every person. Right. All right. And, and it's true. Yeah. Well, I I want to go, because we've kind of been all around this we issue. We have been all over the place. We've all, all around this issue, but um, I want to address, because you, you have um, something that you've written down where you have three standards that you believe that Jesus actually gives us. And um, we know that this is not a complete listing, obviously, mm -hmm. but, but this is a three standards and some scriptures to help you. Because again, the goal of this is not for us to just to spew a bunch of theological stuff. Um, the goal of this is to um, help you, the listener and the one who's watching, um, to hopefully stop hating your own life because I know from my past, and I'm sure Pastor Tonio's from his past, you know, when, when you have hate inside you, it will destroy you. It will eat you up and you start attacking people, even the people you love, 
or you love um, because you're not dealing with certain things properly uh, in your own heart. So these are some standards that you've put together, and I, and, and I know we've kind of talked a little bit about them already, but I want you to go ahead and just dry, just kind of drill them down for everyone yeah, who's watching I, and listening. You know, before I do that, Dan, I think I want to take a look at what you were just alluding to. Um, you, at one point in your life, you recognized that there was hate and it was eating you up. Mm -hmm. I had a point in my life where unforgiveness just got a hold of me. I just really really did not like and could not forgive some people that had hurt me and not that I didn't deserve it that's not the issue you know when you get hurt you know it's just like that that bitterness thing and that resentment thing wells up and the scripture says that going back to the Old Testament it says do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people but love your neighbor as yourself I am the Lord um, you know that was in Moses's book and Jesus actually quotes that as his first standard mm, that's for true. what is, how do you measure love? Because, you know, love is kind of a ooey-gooey word. It's, you know, is love, you know, kissing your wife? You know, yeah, but, you know, love is it's being nice to somebody, even if it costs you. Right. And here Jesus says love is when you treat somebody as nicely as you would want to be treated yourself, doing to others as you would have them do to you. And so... Can we do that? Can we apply the same measurement when we chat and how we treat other people as we would like for those people under the same circumstances turned around how they would treat us? So that's the first standard. Mm. And that is a very high standard yes. because as I was mentioning before, it's real easy to make excuses for myself and not so easy to allow the other person the benefit of those same excuses under similar circumstances right. just reversed if you're following that. Oh yeah. So you know that's that's Ryan on the first one. So if we can even just attain to that, which I personally don't believe is uh, humanly possible to be sustained. <laughs> you know, there's when you talk about the forgiveness issue, the old saying goes, you know, to err is human, but to forgive is divine. Mm. You know, to let some, to release somebody else to say, you know, I'm not going to make them pay me back for the rotten stuff they did to me. They don't have to pay me back for what they stole. In fact, if they take want my cloak, I'm going to give them my tunic as well. I mean, come on, this makes absolutely no sense to the human psyche. And we're not wired naturally to act that way. And that's why we need a, so, a supernatural answer. Amen. You know, we, we need the grace of God because there are certain things in humility I have to recognize. And I believe every human being should recognize that is very difficult to do on your own. But God, thanks to His grace and mercy, He mm -hmm. wants to help us. He wants to help us be as supernaturally loving as He is. Amen. That's amazing. You know, and again, it's something that's beyond us. You know, right. and but it is something that God wants to give to us. And yes. And that is... That is it's his character. You know, I've been listening a lot lately to a mm. song by um, Brandon Lake. Um, I think it's called uh, Too Good to Not Believe. Um, and in, part of the lyrics that he repeats are, you know, you're a wonder-working God. You heal because you love. Mm. And, you know, Dan, when you study the life of Jesus as recorded in the scriptures, and even in, from secular, some with few secular sources there are from 2,000 years ago, I mean, Jesus went around the whole world 
healing everybody. Right. I mean, that's what he did. He got up in the morning. He prayed. He didn't, you know, he didn't go out and look for how to further his own career. He just went out and basically healed people, gave them hope, right. set them free, made their lives better. Right. So what you're saying is, is that we actually do have an example of this. Yes. In Scripture, and it's your second thing of um, yes. love other people like Jesus loved us. Yeah. I mean, that's what Jesus said, right? Yes. Um, he says uh, in John 13, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. So how did Jesus love us? Well, you know, you can it's something that you can do to learn yourself and to teach others how to stop hate is to read what Jesus did and then just imitate it. Right. Just copy it. Now, you could say, well, man, I, I, I don't have the power to heal people. Well, you know, you don't necessarily know that what God will do for those whose hearts are inclined to do good to other people. Um, and that's a whole other right. podcast. But I think also, I mean, even the practical things, Jesus sits down with the woman at the well, you know, and mm-hmm. she's a woman from a, you know, at that time was mm-hmm. um, racially was different and and that culture, men and women really didn't talk a lot to each other, true. especially um, strangers. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, but he sits down with her and he talks with her. He talks about bringing the children to him. He actually talks to his disciples and say, listen, don't stop the children to come, let them come. So we see practically, you know, I mean, we, we, we love the supernatural, but we also see Jesus practically doing things where he's feeding people. He's concerned about, you know, um, you know, one of the greatest stories I see of Jesus' humanity and compassion mm-hmm. um, is where he's with Mary and Martha after the death of Lazarus. Mm-hmm. And I mean, his, you can tell his heart is broken. And when you read that passage, I mean, he's just, yes. he, and it's not so much because of what's, the miracle's coming, but it's the pain and suffering that Mary and Martha are going well, through. You know, that well. is so true. You see that also, Dan, in Matthew 9. Um, Jesus had spent over a year every day getting up and walking around town to town in the place of Israel healing the sick and preaching good news and driving out demons, making, you know, people who, restoring mental health. And and he realized as the crowds pressed against him day after day that, you know, he was just one guy and he couldn't do it himself. And it says that he had compassion on the multitudes because mm. they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a yeah. shepherd. You ever feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh my God, I got nobody to lead me to where I need to go. There's no, there's no exit. I need help, yeah. right? And so Jesus says the, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray, therefore, to the Lord of the harvest to raise up more labors for the harvest field. And you know what he did? He took that healing power that he had after he prayed all night. Mm-hmm. He pieced the gospel accounts together. And then he called 12 of his disciples to himself. Right. And he gave them that same authority that he had. He didn't hog it for himself. Right. You know, he just said, hey, you guys. Give it away. You, you go out and do the same thing I'm doing. So he paid it forward in a right. sense, right? And, <laughs> and he wasn't jealous of his own disciples. I mean, but he was. that was the first step in building this army of love. Actually, an army of pastors. Yeah. People go out and care for the hearts of other people. Right. And that's a it's it's a practical thing. It yes. is definitely a practical thing. Well, 
Finally, the last thing we want to hit on mm-hmm. is that Jesus said that the best love is to give everything to help others. And you take that from 15, I'm sorry, John 15, 13, where uh, greater love ha- has no one than this to lay down his life for his friends. And we see that where Jesus basically gave the ultimate sacrifice and where he gave up his life for everyone else, even people who hated him and who were despising him and spitting on him and everything else. Yeah, and not only that, but going back to the idea of justice, Mm -hmm. you know, Jesus never did anything wrong, so why should he have to die? You know, the scripture's pretty clear that he had the option to not die if he didn't want it, but he chose to do what was needful to be done, and he knew that justice could not be accomplished unless somebody who was innocent had his life taken so that those of us who are guilty won't have to have our lives taken. So he basically paid the price for me and for you. He, he actually did justice so that you and I wouldn't have to suffer for our hateful hearts. And, and that's just an amazing mm-hmm. thing because, you know, no matter how good you try to be, there's always that nagging thing that you did five years ago that you knew you shouldn't have done or you didn't do uh, that you should have done. Um, and how do you get released from that? How do you get released from having to pay for that? Well, you know, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord, you know? I mean, he says that everyone who looks to him will be saved. Right. And doesn't mean you deserve it, because I don't deserve it. Right. Uh, Dan, you definitely don't deserve it. <laughs> we don't deserve it. But God is so good that he gave that to us. Yeah. So. Anyhow, that's, yeah. that's the story, man. He gave his Amen. life in order to fulfill justice so we wouldn't have to rot in hell forever. Amen. So we have tools. God has given us tools. Jesus has laid those out for us uh, so that we can stop the hate within us. To start there mm-hmm. and then to going back to all the different phrases and stuff to inspire change. You know, stop hate. to stop hate, end racism. to end racism, all these things. But when we start with ourselves, and then we can go from there. Um, guys, we hope that uh, this podcast and um, this video um, helps you. We want to encourage you um, because we see that God has the answers for a lot of the struggles. Not for a lot of the struggles, for all the struggles that we have in this life. And we want to share those with you. So... Pastor Tony, thank you so much for sharing with us, and uh, I hope you had a good time, and uh, I hope you guys uh, know we're outside just enjoying the beautiful Florida air and stuff, so you might be hearing people walking by and stuff, and that's because we're just out in the open. We love it, and uh, um, we want to just be out here. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, We want to encourage you to take the time to evaluate. Look at yourself first. And make sure that the that you're dealing with the hate that's in inside you, the hurt that's inside you, and allow Jesus to heal those things. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and heal those things, so that then you can start taking the next steps and loving one another and showing out, um, showing to the world who Jesus is and who um, who you are and how you've been changed. So. Guys, thank you again. Uh, we just want to let you know that um, we've got so many things that we can uh, offer you through our podcast, through our website at www.heartoftitus.org. Um, we've got videos from our television show, Let's Go, 
We've got teaching videos. We've got all kinds of things. So uh, go to our website, www.heartoftitus.org, and check out there, and you can uh, find out more about our ministry and what we're doing. And uh, we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.